right, I'm Dan Roberts. Delighted to have Slava Rubin joining us for this Yahoo Finance Presents. Slava, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, Dan. So you guys today are launching uh, your new startup, and it's called Vincent. Tell us about uh, what Vincent is, what it does, and, and why now. Of course, you are primarily known for your co-founding of Indiegogo, which has been very successful. Yeah, we're really excited to announce Vincent. Um, you can find it at withvincent.com, and it's a marketplace to find alternative investments. So with my experience at Indiegogo, I continue to have seen continued growth in alternative investments. And we just thought that in the last decade, there's so many new platforms that are offering alternatives, whether it's art or cars or real estate or farmland or wine or trading cards, et cetera, et cetera. But there's not one place where you can look at all of your options and discover and diligence those options. And that's what uh, Vincent is. It's kind of like a Zillow or a Kayak, an aggregator across all alternative investment options. And we're looking to build the largest database of alternative investments on the internet. Now, Indiegogo obviously was crowdfunding uh, and has gotten very big, kind of become a household name. This startup kind of naturally makes sense for you as the next step. If we zoom out a little, what are you seeing happen with various alternative investments, especially with young investors? I mean, especially in 2020, we've seen kind of the rise of the Robinhood investor, regular young people, you know, we at Yahoo Finance call them retail investors, but people who may have been stock market newbies who have gotten into buying stocks. And now, you know, you could bring in cryptocurrency, you could bring in gold. There are a number of types of investments that young investors are sort of suddenly waking up to. Were you observing that trend? And is that why this was the perfect timing for Vincent? That's exactly right. So originally, even Indiegogo wanted to offer investments back in 2008. We helped pass the Jobs Act and then had our own equity crowdfunding platform. That's where we saw the appetite for all of these alternative investments. I think in the last 20, 30 years, people have done a great job to really learn how to do equity trading. So public equities and Robinhood is the apex of really making it mainstream of getting everybody involved. But I think the next frontier is alternative investments more of that opaque market, that we don't have that transparency. And that is where you can create wealth. In today's zero interest rate environment, you know, you need to find a place to put your money. And all of these alternatives are really flourishing. You see uh, Bitcoin at almost an all-time high. You see gold very high. You see sports trading cards selling at an all-time high. You see these private companies going public uh, like DoorDash or Airbnb. Um, really all these private markets are very hot right now and they're very fragmented and opaque. And I think this coming decade, we're going to see a lot more transparency for alternatives, kind of what's happened with Robinhood for public equities. Now, you mentioned Bitcoin and wanting Vincent to include cryptocurrency. Uh, there's such a range here of assets that you guys want to list on Vincent, whereas, you know, if you pick one of them, there's sort of a big player with a lot of these that just specializes in that. You know, you mentioned sneakers. Uh, we've had the StockX guys on. Uh, baseball cards, as you mentioned, have really uh, become bigger than ever amid the pandemic, which has been interesting. We've had the guys from Rally Road on, which does fractional investing in, in uh, sports memorabilia. Talk to me about kind of trying to do something more broad and uh, how you brand that as sort of the, the kitchen sink approach, as opposed to just, you know, we're a marketplace for this one type of asset. You nailed it. So um, there are tons of different platforms. And we know that people want to see their options. If you know perfectly you want this exact asset, then people might go to that site. But how people are thinking is they have disposable income and they have money that they want to invest and they just don't know where they want to invest it. And during our friends and family opening the last couple of months, we've already seen that data. 
on average, a Vincent investor is looking at 25 different deals. And 70% of those people are looking across multiple asset classes. So you're not coming in knowing exactly what you want. People are looking to understand what their options are. Most people don't even know that litigation finance, that they can invest in a lawsuit to try to get money back. A lot of people don't know that there's farmland out there that they can invest and get a decent return. And getting all of those options available is really interesting to our investors. Now, we mentioned that some of these assets you want to list on Vincent have soared during the pandemic, which has been interesting. Uh, you know, I mentioned uh, sports memorabilia, trading cards, there's Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, gold. It's been a good time for, for those assets. And that's just a little bit surprising since the economic data in so many ways has been really negative. Talk to me about starting a new company amid the pandemic. There's kind of the old saw that, well, if a, if a new company can succeed when it's born in a financial crisis and it can get through anything. Yeah, I mean, Indiegogo, going back to 2008, actually got through that crisis. So absolutely, if you can get through a crisis, often you have to tighten your belt. Money's a little harder to get, so you have to have a little bit better unit economics. Um, we came up with the idea for Vincent before the pandemic started, so we can't say that we took uh, credit for riding that wave. But it's absolutely true that the lower interest rate environment and the macro trends right now are definitely benefiting alternative investments. And we do expect this to happen at least for quarters, years, and you know, for the decade to come. Let's drill down, Slava, with cryptocurrency, which we've sort of mentioned in passing. Uh, planning to list crypto assets with Vincent and also Indiegogo had launched a, a digital token. Right now, as we speak, you know, Bitcoin is soaring, just recently hit new all-time highs. It kind of feels like 2017 again. Now, what's interesting with the cryptocurrency rally, and I cover this, everyone keeps saying, oh, it's driven by institutional investment. You know, Wall Street firms are dipping a toe into crypto. With Vincent, I would think you're more targeting the retail investor, regular people, individuals. So talk to me about what you're seeing with the crypto market and maybe what you learned from doing a crypto token back with Indiegogo. Yeah, I mean, the wealthy and the massive institutions have had access to these alternative investments for a long time. And they've done it under behind closed doors in very opaque ways. It's actually the more retail investor, somebody who might be already high net worth because we have accredited investor deals as well, but might not have as much access or has access and wants to compare or wants to look at the assets they know about versus assets that they don't know about. And we are seeing interest coming into cryptocurrency as well. I wouldn't call Vincent the broadest uh, opportunity set of crypto options, um, but we do have some basic crypto options that already in the last two months, we're seeing an 80% increase in demand in looking at crypto-oriented uh, deals on Vincent. It's still sub 10% of our total deal options, uh, cryptocurrency, but it is definitely growing fast. As a veteran of Silicon Valley tech, Slava, you know, I'd ask you, not just from the pandemic, but if you zoom out, look at the last couple of years, what you think has changed for startups? Maybe it's in terms of the uh, VC relationship with founders and seeking capital. Uh, at Yahoo Finance, we've also covered the explosion of the SPAC as an IPO vehicle. And a lot of these names, as you mentioned, DoorDash IPO, are now hitting the public markets. What do you think has changed the most for founders of a startup these days? I mean, that's a big question. I think that the the funding environment has definitely evolved, uh, whether it's crowdfunding rules, being able to use Reg CF to be able to raise up to a million dollars. Uh, and now that's changed up to $5 million that will go live in the United States early next year. Um, whether it's all the VC capital that's now going earlier and earlier and the proliferation of angel investments, rolling funds, 
everybody trying to find their own uh, Uber that they can invest into. Uh, I do think SPACs are interesting, but I also think that, um, as been said already often, the idea of being able to start an awesome tech company is expanding outside of Silicon Valley. You're able to now do it in Idaho or India, and the pandemic has just accelerated that. Uh, things like Slack and Zoom and others are helping to people to collaborate. I, I do think that though the first few people of a company probably need to be super close, but you know now you can get funding from all around, and uh, there's that many more opportunities to try to build the company. I mean, you were about to see Airbnb have a monster IPO, so there's just going to be more interest and uh, more desire to be the next Airbnb. And Slava, when we talk about Vincent and its path to success, what's going to be the biggest challenge or obstacle with Vincent? You know, we've talked about how there are a number of competitors out there. There are other companies I can think of that sound a little bit like Vincent. I mentioned Rally Road. In some ways, there's an angel list aspect here. But what do you see as uh, the most likely pitfalls that you want to try to avoid when you're pushing a new startup out there like Vincent? Well, creating any marketplace is hard. Uh, being able to manage supply and demand at equilibrium is very difficult. On the supply side, we actually already have already 50 partners that have partnered with us, including some of the platform you've already mentioned, like Rally Road and others. Um, we're really proud of the partners that we've been able to bring on. A lot of that has to do with my experience from Indiegogo and being able to connect with these folks and some advi sometimes advise them how, how to build their companies before they even start it. And then on the investor side, we've been reaching out, trying to create the portal in terms of the education and the entry point. The key is to maintain that balancing act and create a product that the users want, that the customers want to use. And, uh, you know, so far we have that early traction over 100,000 searches on the site, over 15,000 investors. And we're just launching today. We've been super quiet in terms of just friends and family working out the, uh, the bugs, should we say. And uh, we're also announcing our $2 million raise. So we've raised a couple million bucks and that's going to be super helpful for us as we continue to build out the platform. Slava, let's end on this. Why is the company called Vincent? You know, we just thought it's a great name. It uh, researched really well. It has the, the scent, which is just an ode to finance, you know, the C-E-N-T. And people were able to spell it. Uh, the hard V was very memorable. And with Vincent.com was available. Market research, not the name of your dog or anything. <laughs> uh, that's true. Not the, name, not the name of anybody that we know. All right, good stuff. Slava Rubin, thanks for joining us at Yahoo Finance. Okay, thank you for having me on.